Hello and welcome to the Biofin podcast. Um, today I'm speaking to Daniela Torres from Biofin Mexico, who will be going over some of the work that they're doing with Mexico City on green finance. Uh, we'll be discussing disclosure frameworks and also talking about the great work they're doing around an accelerator fund. So I want to begin with the work you're doing with Mexico City. Obviously, cities perhaps aren't the first thing people uh, will think about when it comes to biodiversity, but you've been doing some fantastic and really innovative work there. So could you just give us an overview of what you've been doing? Sure. Thank you so much, Simon. And yes, absolutely. And let me start saying that cities are the biggest impact to nature and biodiversity because of the huge demand of natural resources. But also, and especially here in Mexico, cities could be also a great alliance to reach biodiversity targets. And Mexico City is the, the perfect example of what I am saying. Um, let me share you some of the relevant data and characteristics of this city, which motivated Biofin Mexico to work with. And the city is absolutely a mix of great infrastructure for sure but also has natural protected areas, urban green areas, wetlands, and important forestry ecosystems that are protected by communities and ejidos. As you may be, um, be aware, Mexico City is part of the top 10 of most, more populated cities in the world. So the city has almost 9 million people just in the city and 21 million people in the metropolitan area. So it means the city and um, I mean by metropolitan area, I mean the city and 60 surrounding municipalities. So in addition, the, the city has almost 28% uh, considered part of the priority regions, uh, regions for biodiversity of the country. And 59% of the city is considered conservation, uh, conservation soil because of its agricultural practices. So, Mexico City has a, a, a huge uh, potential uh, for impact, positive impact on biodiversity. And having all these characteristics in, in mind, Biofin Mexico started working with the, uh, with the local government in 2019. And we uh, were uh, replicating some elements of the Biofin methodology and especially focused on their resource mobilization strategy. Um, it is important to highlight that we achieved a co-financing from the Inter-American Development Bank to carry out the, the following activities that I will mention and the main results we achieved in this uh, process. And the first one that I want to share is the revision of the city's uh, environmental public fund, which is a, a public uh, finance instrument in which our intervention resulted in increased uh, managerial capacities of the fund and the personnel involved on it, and savings on operational cost of around $2 million that are now directed towards conservation activities. So this is one of our main goals of the, of the work uh, with Biofin and the Mexico City's government. Um, the second one was an analysis of different alternatives to create a, a dedicated agency of environmental investments, which is a pioneer in, the, in, the, in Mexico and especially with the um, subnational entities. Um, this uh, agency will be, uh, um, will be financing projects from green infrastructure, renewable energy, clean transportation and climate change resilience projects. And this office is now running. Uh, this is the second big uh, result that we have reached. 
And with the support with the IDB, uh, we designed a capacity building program to transfer all the necessary knowledge uh, to run this new office, but also to create, implement, and evaluate innovative and ambitious projects with the positive impact on biodiversity, climate change, and this kind of stuff. Uh, the third one, on the, other, on the other side of our collaboration, uh, this program also entails the estimation of biodiversity expenditure review in the city. So this is something that Biofin has pioneered uh, nationally and internationally as a tool to better understand the relation between public budgets and conservation policies. So the first estimation indicates that spending on biodiversity in the capital is around $600 million in 2018. And this uh, amount represents 0.4% of Mexico City's GDP and 5.5% uh, of the total um, spending in the, in the city. So this is, a, uh, this is the first time that Biofin is, is calculating this, this gap, uh, this, I'm sorry, this, um, this amount at subnational level. And finally, we started exploring the creation of a carbon pricing, which would be destined to conservation projects and will be canalized through environmental fund. So this is um, a very brief <laughs> resume of our activities with the city. And I'm pretty sure that the results that we will continue achieving will be uh, a success. Thank you so much, Simon. Well, wow, that's great. And there's, there's clearly so much for other cities to learn from there in this really, uh, yeah, really important area. So yeah, thanks for, yes. thanks for going in depth into that. Um, so I want to switch topics now to the area of disclosure frameworks. So this is a, an area okay. that's growing in popularity. And maybe you can just explain, uh, first of all, what uh, disclosure frameworks are, and what is it that you've been doing in Mexico with this? Yes, sure. Uh, thank you. And we are so glad of this kind of popularity <laughs> for, because it's a really important issue. And let me start uh, recalling the, the climate and environmental crisis uh, we are facing is accelerating. And the financial sector must fully play a, a critical role in enabling the necessary transition. Business as usual is no longer an option and business models need to be transformed and financial flows uh, must be redirected towards sustainable activities, such as climate change or biodiversity loss. Um, to date, financial institutions, authorities, companies, etc., have a low understanding of how their operations or investments impact or depend on nature, and therefore, to what extent they are exposed to nature-related risk. If they don't have enough clarity, they could not manage the risk and could not disclose related information for decision-making processes. So to close this gap, um, this data gap, both corporates and financial institutions must measure, track, and disclose their impacts and dependencies on nature. And the first step to do this is to set a standard on nature-related disclosure to shift uh, finance from nature negative to nature positive. So this is the reason why the, the TNFD, which is the group you mentioned in, the, in your question, the Task Force on Nature-Related Financial Disclosure exists. Since uh, the TNFD is providing a framework 
for corporates and financial institutions to assess, manage, and report uh, on their dependencies and impacts on, on nature. And based on it, and with this context in mind, uh, Biofin Mexico, with the strong guidance of the Central Bank of Mexico, started working with the National Banking and Securities Commission uh, one year ago, more or less. And the commission is in charge of supervises and regulates financial entities. So the work with them would have an effect on the whole financial system here in our country. And our activities are focused on looking beyond carbon, which is the, the main purpose of the TNFD. And we are considering climate and environmental risk. Derived from our intervention, for example, the commission is now part of the TNFD and the TCFD as well. The TCFD is this group focused on climate uh, financial disclosure and Biofin are accompanying the commission in its role on both uh, groups. In addition, we are providing technical assistance to analyze and assess different international initiatives and frameworks that are putting in the table to be analyzed and select one to, to disclose all the, the info on, and evaluate the risk, et cetera, which are the TCFD, the GRI, the SASB, among other uh, methodologies and frameworks. Um, we, the, what we are actually doing is adapting to national context and take environmental issues into account in the decision-making process of the commission and the financial um, uh, system and to help businesses uh, to, be, to become more nature friendly. No? And the other activity where we are carrying out with, uh, with the commission is the establishment of common definitions of what is biodiversity finance, what is a sustainable investment or, or what would be recognized as a green loan or green investment, for example, and adopt, it, and, and adopt these definitions at national level because today we have not a clear definition of that and all the entities can use whatever they want in, the, in, this, in this kind of concepts. And as you are aware, there is a lack of these common definitions and taxonomies, the famous taxonomies. Uh, what is this, this kind of stuff? So definitions and, and sectors that, are impact, uh, that have a, a, an impact on biodiversity or climate change or whatever you want. No? And it is necessary to start talking the same language. And on the other hand, the third activity we are carrying out with the commission is analyzing the regulation that help to harmonize the different methodologies for providing ESG um, environmental, social and governance uh, indicators and information and ratings and making it mandatory. I mean, it won't be a voluntary basis or something like that. It could be mandatory in order to have the same uh, floor of, of information and the same floor or ambition uh, in the corporate sector, but also in the financial entities. So um, this is part of, of our work with them. And finally, all these efforts are complemented by providing technical assistance to the highest level officials within the commission and with, um, with the guilds to, to be more, um, to, to have a clearer understanding of these topics, which is a, a 
is a new boom and we need to, to have a comprehensive framework to, to understand what we are actually doing. And the Mexican financial system has a, a stability council uh, chaired by the Ministry of Finance. And they agreed to work on, uh, on the creation of a sustainable finance committee. So this committee is being helped, uh, helped by Biofin Mexico, especially on disclosure frameworks. So this is the, the work that we are actually doing with, with them. Uh, so let's take it then from, from the commission to, to companies. Um, it's perhaps not always clear how the private sector can make investments in nature and get a, get a return on that investment. Could you perhaps explain a little bit how uh, planet and profit can come together in the context of Mexico? Yeah, sure. For example, there's a lot of in Mexico. And let me explain one uh, example of impact investment, which is a, a very um, a very common uh, issue here in in, the, in Mexico and around the world. And one example, uh, what you are mentioned, is that. Um, the interest of the investors and from the private sector is there. The thing is that, um, and this, for example, in impact investment, the number of impact investors has increased in recent uh, years. A study of 2016, I think, found that 50% of investors in Mexico don't measure the impact of their investments in any way. So technically, they could not be considered as impact investors. So it is because there is a lack of definitions, methodologies, indicators, and expertise in these issues within the companies and the financial sector. So uh, with this challenge in mind uh, is uh, what Biofin is working with uh, to strengthen this impact uh, ecosystem investment in Mexico including the, the impact and return of investment measurement. Our bioeconomy uh, strategy is part of our biodiversity finance plan. And it is uh, focused on um, what is the, the actions that the, and what is the, the differences between the languages between investors, private companies, and the productive sectors which use biodiversity as the main input. So, we are elaborating this um, bioeconomy strategy during two years and it aims, aims at promoting commercial opportunities in economic sectors that are highly dependent on biodiversity such as agriculture, forestry, tourism, fishing and aquaculture for example. It is basically uh, impact investment but focused on biodiversity. So Biofin strategy aims at decreasing information asymmetries, develop managerial capacities, shorten the value chains, and promote the consumption of products that use biodiversity in a sustainable way. And having said that, our bioeconomy strategy includes uh, two main components. The first one is the Bioeconomy Acceleration Fund, and the second is a, a bioeconomy platform. Let me explain each one. Our acceleration fund, which um, is uh, it's focusing on these examples I'm going to mention, is the first specialized bioeconomy acceleration fund, at least here in Mexico. And this fund will be providing technical assistance and capacity building for those companies that promote economic activities 
using components of biodiversity as the main input of, uh, for value creation, but also with a net positive impact on livelihoods, communities, and ecosystem functionality under a competitive approach, because there are uh, business models there. So we put $150,000 as first allocation to capitalize the fund, and it is expected to be co-financed by the companies or other partners in a ratio of six to one, more or less. So the biofin money will act as a trigger to leverage funds from other sources to business models. And as of today, and as a result of our first um, call for proposal made in September, I think last, last uh, year, the fund is now supporting uh, coffee, honey, mezcal, and aquaculture uh, projects and will extract the, the best experiences and lessons learned to bridge them with the financial sector as well as multinational companies. So the business models supported by the fund will allow us to set the basis and develop investment cases to show evidence that bioeconomy business models can be consolidated as bankable, profitable, and environmentally sustainable projects. And these experiences should be used by the private funds, by the family offices, by the banks, multinational banks, and high net worth individuals, maybe, if they uh, that have demonstrated interest on conservation investments, but are not ready to assume the risk associated with this new asset class, as I, as I um, named to this kind of investments. And recently we published um, our second call for proposals and we will be sharing our results and progress on it shortly. And let me explain one specific example of one of our champion projects of the fund. And this is uh, one enterprise which is named um, Cafe Col. It's a coffee company and requested $15,000 from the fund uh, to generate a revolving fund that allows producers to retain and transform more than 200 quintals of coffee of very high quality and starting export the coffee to European roasters. Um, this new sales channel will generate an income for more than 100 producers from at least 40% above of the conventional market. And in addition, almost 40% of the producers are women. So this is a, a gender investment as well. Um, the, it, if it is successful, this model will open the door to new sales channels in Europe. So it uh, has positive economic impact on new and native uh, forested areas, sustainable management during the productive process, community organization models, among other social and environmental uh, and economical, uh, economic benefits as well. I, I don't know if it is clear now. Very clear. Thank you. Thank you so much. So just finally, before we wrap up, uh, you told me yes. before we started talking that this is your last day at Biofin. Um, yes. So I just wanted to hear from you as to, yeah, how, how has your experience been for these last uh, two and a half years or so with Biofin? Oh, uh, I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> but to be honest, I am really grateful and very satisfied with the results we achieved. Uh, Biofin is a unique platform which is uh, focused on resolve the, the challenge of biodiversity finance 
and we have a, a very short term to do that. And I found in Biofin a very innovative platform with very strong, um, uh, strong people in terms of capacity and high quality in personal terms. So I'm, uh, I have mixed feelings about uh, to leave Biofin because I was really glad here, but I'm pretty sure that in the, in the short term we will be working together again, or I hope so. So it has been a, a great opportunity to me uh, to, with the Mexican team. I was uh, and I will be also really, really grateful and very pleased to 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 meet them and with the global team as well, with um, all the all the high level professionals where I I have been working. So so yes, I'm really grateful and speechless as you can note. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, thank you. Thank you so much for, for all your work over the years. And, uh, and yeah, and also thank you so much for taking the time today on your final day um, to talk about some of the, the fantastic work you've been doing over there in Mexico. Um, so yeah, the, uh, Daniela, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, all the best to, uh, to, for what comes next. Thank you so much, Simon, and my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>